God is good all the time. Amen. All right, let's go to the book of Nehemiah, chapter 2. Amen. Nehemiah, chapter 2, verse 17 to 18. Praise the Lord. I'm going to try and, and do what I can do here. Amen. Thank you, Father. I've, in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 17, 18, 19, the Bible said, Then I said to them, You see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lie waste, and its gate are bent with fire. Come, let us build the wall of Jerusalem, that we may no longer be a reproach. And I told them of the hand of the Lord God. I told them of the war, the hand of God, which had been good upon me. And also of the king's words that he has spoken to me. So they said, let us rise and build. Let us rise up and build. Then they set their hands to this good work. Amen. I want you to preach with me. I will try. Because I look like my voice. I don't know what I did that the voice went away. But sometimes when you come to the presence of some of you are too diplomatic. You don't dance at all. Go to the, go to the clubs. The way people can dance for the devil. Come on. You know, you just have to dance in the presence of God. Amen. Last week we had the profound message that came from Minister Mary. Come on, let's put our hands together for that powerful message. Uh, it was powerful. Some of you, you don't, you don't know when God releases something good. I've listened to that preaching more than four times. And I'm still digesting it. Praise the Lord. And one of the things that happens when you hear the voice of God is there should be some synergy. There should be some correlation. That link, there should be some form of a linkage that links the word of God through the year. And one of the things she preached on was the fact that the hand of the Lord, praise the Lord. And when you read the verse number 18, the Bible says, I told them of the hand of God that has been upon me. The reason why I want us to build is the hand of God. Minister Mary has already done justice to it, but I want you to see the relationship or mathematically what we call the correlation. And every now and then when God begins to confirm and affirm things interwoven within the fabric of his word, it is important that you begin to descend to know that it is time for something to be built in your life. Now, Nehemiah has come to a point where things are down and he doesn't really understand what is going on. And sometimes it is so mind-boggling for you to understand that God can allow his people to go through things that are not pleasant. Uh, when the walls were down and the gates were bent, I'm asking myself, where was God? Where was God? When God could sit down and allow all the gate to be burned with fire. Before something will be burned with fire, it means that it was really crippled and really 
break down and it was burned and it was burned so bad that scientifically we call it an irreversible reaction which means that you cannot take the ashes and reverse it back to a wood it is not like a physical uh, reaction where you can move a solid from a solid like ice water you change it from ice and change it to a liquid this was damaged so bad that if you don't know the mind of God fleshly speaking you will give up I know that some of you are going through some things in your life that if you are not spiritually minded or you are not minded within the fabric of God's power, you will give up in a place where you have to succeed because of the level of distraction that has happened to you. But I'm here to tell somebody in the year 2023, the Lord is calling Crossfire into a place of rising up and building I never understood the word. I never thought and I never understood that sometimes somebody can rise but can rise downward. I don't understand why they said they rose up and they began to build. I pray today that you will rise up and begin to build in the name of Jesus. Now the walls were down and I told you that the first thing you need before you build the wall is to know the mind of God. When you know the mind of God, it doesn't matter how bad a circumstance could be. And Minister Mary talk about the fact that Ezekiel was carried into the desert and it was full of dry bones. And when God took him over there, regardless of the destitute or the state in which Ezekiel find himself, he began to tap into the mind of God and the dry bones that humanly it was impossible before men but was possible before God so the first thing you need to build is to know the mind of God praise the Lord and I told you that you can know the mind of God listen to the podcast there are different streams by which you can you can receive the word of God I said to you number one the Bible is our source and our foundation you can hear the word of God God can speak to you audibly and I want you to listen to the podcast and you will know all the means the second thing I said to you is that when you receive the mind of God, the next thing you need is to have people to stand with you. Praise the Lord. You need people to do all, to stand with you. You can have whatever hand of God is upon your life. You need to have people to stand with you. And I pray that this year you have people to stand with you. I said this year you have people to stand with you. And I want to talk about the third key that Nehemiah used. And that is what I'm going to dwell on today. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Now you have, most of us have the mind of God. We know what God wants us to do. But we don't have the people. But today you will receive the mind of God, number one. And you will receive approval from men. Praise God. The Bible says Jesus increased in favor before God and before men. You need men. I pray that God will usher men into your life. Are you ready for the third one? The third point, anybody who is a builder like Nehemiah, you must be prayerful. 
<laughs> you must be what? Prayerful. Prayer is the ingredient that cannot be avoided in the life of anyone who is a builder. If you want to be successful in your life as a Christian, you must and ought to be prayerful. The Bible said men ought to pray. It said pray without season. You can be in the will of God in the absence of prayer. It could be looking like hell in your life. So the believer must grow and develop their ability to pray. Jesus Christ was a healer. He did so many miracles. The disciples witnessed the solidity and the power of Jesus. And the only thing they asked from Jesus to teach them was prayer. The church knows so much about, the, about prayer that we pray so little. He said, I know you want to praise me, but you can stop at a point. But he said, pray without season. Praise the Lord. And if you want to be a builder in any form and shape, you must be a prayerful person. Praise the Lord. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse number 7 to 9. I'm hoping I'll have time. But when the Sambalas, the Tobias, the Rams, and the Moabites, and the men of Ashton heard that the repair to, the, to Jerusalem walls had gone ahead and that the gaps were being closed. They were very angry. They also plot together to come and fight against war, Jerusalem and stay up war, trouble against them. Wow. Is there any more? He said, but we what? We prayed. He said, but we what? We prayed to our God and posted a guard day and night to meet this threat. He said, but we what? We prayed. Is anyone afflicted among you? Let him call the elders and let them pray. You don't run away from the place of the stress. You pray. When the believer is attacked and going through some turbulent time, you pray. Most of the time when we are in trouble, we tend to speak more to men than speaking to God. When you are going through some difficult time in your life, you speak less to men and speak more to God. <laughs> Prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful. Tell your neighbor, prayer is powerful. The Bible said he prayed. It said, but we prayed. We didn't run away. We built a, when I'm told, listen, when you go ahead of what has been done in Jerusalem, when you see it, you will see the beauty of the wall. When they tell you the story, it looks so pleasant. But in the story, there is prayer. The thing that you see that is beautiful before men, that you like to see the beauty of it, it was conceived in prayer. It was sustained in prayer. It was bettered in prayer. 
Tell your neighbor, be a prayerful person. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. It said, the Tobias, the Amorite, Ammonite, who was at this side, said, what, they are, what are they building? Even a fork climbing up on it will break down their wall of stones. Hear us, O God, for we are this what dispersed. It's a turn their insult back on their own words, on their own head. Give them over as what plunder in the land of war captivity. I'm, 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 I'm taking my time. I'm taking my time. You must be what prayerful. If you want to be a builder, if you want to build your finances, if you want to build your marriage, if you want to build the life of your children, you must be prayerful. So never possible in the absence of prayer. It is not possible in the absence of prayer. It becomes insipid. It is less. You must pray. Tell your neighbor you must pray. Let me see. I'm not going to talk about the conventional prayer because the Lord released something into my heart. We need to be prayerful to control certain things apart from prayer being uh, a prayer being a building block that enhances and, 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 and empowers our relationship with God. I'm not, I'm, I know you know that one, but I want to tell you the, the extent by which, through which prayer can create a change in the atmosphere. Prayer helps us to influence three things I want to share with you. Number one, prayer controls thought. Number one, prayer controls thought. It doesn't control, this is not a conventional preaching you hear about prayer. Prayer doesn't control your thought. It controls the thought of others. I can be here for two days. When you are prayerful as a Christian, it begins to moderate your thought. It begins to influence your thought. There are certain thoughts that will not come in your mind because you are prayerful. And they cannot be in your mind because you are not prayerful. Praise the Lord. There are certain scriptures, I read them, I don't understand them. But there are certain dimensions of understanding that only comes to me as a preacher, as a believer, to you, when you pray. It controls your word, your thought. There are some people you will find difficult to forgive, but when you pray about their deeds, your thought becomes possible for you to forgive them. There are certain places you don't want to be, but after prayer, you can go to those places. Because it controls your thought. Prayer word controls your thought, number one. Number two, prayer controls your words. When you are prayerful, 
Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so you see. So what you think determines what you speak. The expressions of your thought are in words. Prayer influences your vocabulary. It determines the words you use. He said, when man says there is a casting down, we are in the place of prayer. We will say, there is a lifting up. When we pray, our thoughts are influenced by God. Our thought pattern is regulated by God. We don't see the things men see. We see things differently. Why? Because our mind is influenced by God. Our mind, our speech. Praise the Lord. When I speak, the Bible said that the man in the presence of God, like Joseph, he dwelt in the presence of God. His mind was influenced by God. And the Bible said when he saw the mind of God, the Bible said when he speak, his brothers hated him the more. Why? Because they called him the dreamer. He said, you guys will bow before me. Everything will go under my feet. He said, you speak differently among us. Your language must be our language. You can be in the midst of chicken and and that is why when i came to the uk and i located myself over here i said i have to set my, i like it when i heard one preacher say something he said john wesley he said he said why is it that people come and listen to you he said i set myself on fire and people want to see me burning <laughs> it is not by systems it is by war There are preachings I do that have been. You know, there are certain meat you can taste, some chicken you can taste. But when the spices go in and you taste it, it tastes different. And the spices of life is influenced by prayer. The life of my children will go straight, no evil will be set them. Why? Because it is being navigated. By prayer. It is not the hours you work. It is not about who you know. It is about prayer. Your language. I told somebody recently about. Time is gone. I told somebody recently about what the things I want. He, he understood my vocabulary was different. But why? Because my thought pattern is also different. Your thought is controlled by God. Your words are controlled by God. The next thing is that your actions and people's action can be dictated by prayer. I wish I can stop here then we pray because this preaching is powerful. I'm going to use scriptures. There's the Bible. There are certain steps you can't take. You can only take them after prayer. There are certain thoughts you can't have until you have gone into prayer. There are certain behaviors of your children. It cannot be moderated and modified. But it will be navigated through a channel empowered by prayer that they have no choice than to conform to it. Uh, we don't know what we have. That is why things have been taken from us. We don't know what we have. That is why we accept the voice of men. We don't know what we have. 
That is why we allow our psychological makeup to influence us so much that our behavior begins to conform to what we think. Why? Because we have not gone into the place of prayer. It is something that only those who are in it enjoy the pleasure that comes out of it. I just want to finish this. But in first, second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 5. It's a for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they are divine power. They are they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments. These are what? Words. They are what? Words. I'll break it down in a minute. Maybe I won't rush it. I'll come back next week. And every pretensions that set itself up, it mounts it mount itself up against the knowledge of God. And I told you that before you take any step, you have to get the approval from God. So God releases a knowledge into your life and because they are demonic strongholds, they are principalities, they are systems that want to defile what God is saying to be false, even though they are true. In the, in the absence of prayer, the devil can make what God said to be false. Not because it is false, but because he chose not to pray about it. And we take captive Ayamanose he said, we take captive every thought to make it obedient unto Christ. There are certain thoughts in the minds of people. You have to crucify it and bring it subjected to conform to your destiny. There are certain managers that the Lord have told you they will promote you. But their thought is not thinking in that form. You must use prayer to control their mindset and let them to think. In the way that God told you your life will be. We're breaking it down. We should go further, isn't it? Thoughts. You are here because you are manifesting your thought. If you didn't think of coming to church, you can't be in church. You can't talk about being in church. And you can't be in church until there are certain things that will only happen in your life because you pray. Thought. And words are intertwined. They are interwoven. Your thought determines what you speak. And what you speak determines what you think. If I want to control what you speak, I must first control what you are thinking. Hallelujah. Listen, there are things you would not want to do. I promise you, I've been there before. There are things you would not want to do them. I promise you. But when your mind is influenced so much to understand, it begins to control what you do. Hallelujah. The Bible said that David was taking a straw and he saw the nakedness of Bathsheba. The thought of it commanded him to command others.
I'll continue next week. But I want you to know that you must pray. I will digest this thing properly next week. You must be prayerful. There are things you will enter. There are certain atmosphere you will enter after prayer. And that which have been said by men, it cannot be possible. It becomes possible. You are utilizing prayer so less that you are achieving less in your life. Your life must be better than prayer. There are three dimensional prayer. The first one is better than prayer. Jesus started in prayer. We call it the initiation prayer. The initiation prayer is what conceived the seed. Jesus Christ, the Bible said, he went on the mountain to fast 40 days and 40 nights. And this is called the initiation prayer. And the Bible said that having prayed at the day on the mountain, the Bible said he regularly prayed. In times, the Bible said he told, he separated himself from the disciples to a solitary place. And the Bible said he prayed. The initiation prayer was what he did, was 40 days and 40 nights. Then he came to what we call the sustaining prayer. Then when he prayed the sustaining prayer, in Acts chapter 2, the apostles initiated themselves into the move of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible said they received from on high the power. In Acts chapter 3, the Bible said during the hour of prayer, the Bible said that they saw a lame man sitting at the door and they lifted him up and they received a healing. The sustaining prayer is what you do regularly to sustain yourself under the climate of the Holy Ghost. The Bible said Jesus on the cross, well, having finished, he prayed unto his father. He said, Father, unto thy hand I commit my spirit. The Bible said, and he died. We initiate our seventh prayer, sustain our seventh prayer, finish in prayer. That is what the believer must do. There is no part of your life that you have the absence of prayer. Yes, you are the Lord. You must be prayerful. It doesn't matter the mountains that are surrounding you. Prayer can make the mountain become a prayer play land. It doesn't matter who is against you. Prayer can turn the heart of people onto you. If you understand what I'm talking about, we're talking about people, men and women, who are induced in prayer. They become, there are certain dimensions of feelings that you cannot feel because prayer will numb your body and you go through the furnace and you will not feel it. Why? Because you have prayed. There are certain confrontations you cannot embark on. The Bible said Peter was a timid person and the Bible said when he prayed, he went and stood and thousands gave their life to God. Why? It's a man of prayer. Uh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. I promise you, the economists themselves knows the state of the economy. If you check the amount of money you are getting in the month and you equate it to the circumstances you find yourself, your life will amount to nothing. But there is something that multiplies things. The Bible said, Jesus said, let them sit. Let them sit. I want them to sit. And when they sat, the Bible said, he said, is there any food around? Prayer is a multiplier. Uh, it will multiply the little in your hands. Uh, and it will enhance us. Uh, not just a multiplier, but it can expand uh, the size of your territory. I came here to prophesy to somebody. It is time to rise uh, and begin to build. Uh, but if you want to encounter the building power of God, you need to be prayerful. Stand on your feet, somebody.
I want you to lift up your hand one minute, two minutes. Huh? Let me have the singers on the stage. Huh? The drummer behind the drum. You want to pray today. Huh? And say, Father, teach me how to pray. Huh? My God, teach me how to pray. Huh? That the more I pray, the more I want to pray. Huh? The more I seek you, the more I want to know you. Huh? Ah, begin to pray like you believe God. Huh? Ah, come on, begin 